Hello and welcome to the One Wrestling Podcast, your one-stop shop for discussions and reviews about the vast world of professional wrestling. Each week we pick some shows to discuss from our promotions we feel like discussing that week. Kick off the show each week talking about all the big news in the business. Uh, we must stick to Piero, but we talk about a little bit of everything. I'm your host TJ, aka Aspier, and with me is my co-host Caitlin. Hey everybody. Uh, this week is episode 59 and we'll be uh, doing our usual roundup of all the wrestling we've watched the past week, including... Uh, AEW Revolution. That was a oh. that was definitely a show, but we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> Plus, I watched a bunch of other random shit, so uh, we'll talk about that too, and just whatever else. But our main topics this week will be uh, Dragon Gate's Champion Gate nights one and two, and Noah's Great Voyage in Yokohama. But uh, for that, uh, God, I'm so tired from that show. Still, oh my God, I know. That show- I'm so sorry if it's like kind of a blah episode. I'm still just kind of trying to recover, I guess. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, the actual show itself in a minute, but God, that shit fucked my sleep schedule up entirely. And plus, I like decided to go heavier than I have been, like up my weights in the gym this past weekend. So that's I'm just fucking tired, man. <laughs> but uh, do anything exciting this past week? Anything new? Um. I don't think so. Well, I mean, I downloaded Ratchet and Clank, but I played it, like, once so far. I need to play more, but I've just been tired, so I'm like, I don't care. Plus, there's just been too much to watch, so I don't have a whole lot of time to put time into that, because I'm still too busy playing Genshin, so. Yeah, say so there was a shit ton to watch this week, and even with that, I decided to watch even more, because I'm... You're crazy. I was just catching up in all the wrestling I missed. I'll talk a little bit about it, but, yeah, I'm pretty much fully caught up in that. I'm even caught up in anime, too, and I'm just, like... I don't know where I got the energy to watch all this shit. I didn't play a whole lot of Bravely Default 2, though, unfortunately. But I'm also at the point where I was playing it, and I was like, oh, I'm a little overpowered now. I feel like I could probably go kill this boss. Go do the boss. One shot's all my party, like, every time, like... Don't ever feel comfortable in an RPG. (laughs) So, that's pretty much what I'm doing in that game now, is just grinding a little bit, trying to get my HP up so I don't fucking get one shot. There's probably a smart way to do this. Like, I'm, I'm sure maybe I use mechanics and all that kind of bullshit, but now I just want to plow my way that? through it, so. I'm going to say, who does mechanics? But, uh, uh speaking of Genshin, though, like you were, they put out the 1.4 update, or at least, like, news about it, and I don't really like these updates. I mean, like, everything in the update's cool, but I don't know. I just don't like them numbering shit that just feels like events. Yeah. And they did the last update, too, but I don't know, and then... But they're bringing Child back, so I'm really happy. So maybe yes, I get, I'm so excited for get some consolations for him. And you can maybe finally get him. I freaking better get him this time. I'm not playing these games now. He's so good, man. Even with like the, <sighs> how long his uh, cooldown is on his ability. But, oh, I don't care about that shit. But with that new update, they gave free primos. And guess who both of us got with our free primos? Fucking Gene. <laughs> That was the funniest shit I've ever fucking seen. It was amazing, too. Like, we were playing, uh, pulling on the Hu Tao banner, and I got Jean on my first uh, free pull with these primos, and then she got on and did the exact same thing. <laughs> that was fucking insane. But I think that's about enough uh, small talk here. So Wait, this is your birthday this week. Oh, yeah, it's my birthday on uh, Saturday. Woo-hoo. It is Saturday, yeah, it's Saturday. It is Saturday, 14th, yeah. 13th. Whatever, same thing. <laughs> Dang, she don't even know my birthday. No, I just forget what day it is. <laughs> Not like the day of your birthday. I just forget what fucking... Uh, I don't yeah, I was trying to remember what day was Saturday. I know it's obviously my, I know my birthday's this weekend. I was going to remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, honestly. Jesus. <laughs> Man, I forget how my age out of time because I, 
And whenever I, I, know I, whenever you do. I think about it, I'm just like, oh wait, how old am I again? <laughs> I don't know. I know I'm in my 20s. That's all the important thing. This is the boomers chat. So. Oh yeah. But yeah, not gonna be doing a whole lot for my birthday, unfortunately, because you know, COVID. Yeah, no. But kind of talked to you. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, because there was gonna be a like a not even a park, but like a like Dave and Buster's ish style thing. I'm so sad. Opening it up near us. I don't know if it's open yet or not. I don't think it is. Probably not. Why would they open right now when it's, um, fucking, they can't have anyone in? I mean, yeah. Dave Buster's isn't open and shit, but I can't uh, blame this place for not opening yet if they aren't opened. Mm. But they're going to have, like, bowling and fucking karaoke and shit. Like, that would have been so fun to go do that this weekend for I my know, birthday. I but... would love to do that, but no, we're, we're just going to go back to my parents and that's really pretty much it, but. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little time with the in-laws and before but, our real vacation yeah. which is still months away but enough of that let's get into the news uh not a whole lot to news to talk about to be honest at least Good. not that team that interesting to me we can get past this because yeah uh, i'll go through a couple things for the western news um uh for roh uh kenny king and dragon lee defeated the foundation for the tag titles so i guess what Ingobernables? That's like I forget what it is. Yeah, it's like La, that. La Fasion or something. But um, La Fasion. They pretty much have like all the belts in uh, ROH. It feels like. I mean, they're but, probably like the best people. Well, <laughs> I mean, I uh, Dragon Lee and Rushar. I'll just say <laughs> that. <laughs> but yeah, My, I, I want to go back and watch that. I'm sure it was probably a pretty good match. Honestly, probably was. I guess. Let's see, Impact. Uh, Finn Juice are challenging the Good Brothers for the Impact Tag Titles at Sacrifice. <laughs> and um, I'm not excited for that match at all. I mean, Can I have Juice cut a promo like Scott Steiner? That'd be awesome. Please. <laughs> man, we'll talk about Juice when we get to New Japan Cup, because, man, that boy is wild in right now. I mean, this shit's pre-taped anyway, so it's not like he's going to be... Oh, yeah, yeah, but, I know, I know. Because obviously, because uh, Sacrifice is this with, weekend, yeah. I think. So, is it? I think it's this oh, weekend. Oh, shit. So, uh, I never and Juice is kind of in Japan right now. I mean, so is Finlay, but I don't know why they flew Finlay in, to be honest, because he's not even in the cup. Yeah, but he is. He's on the right side. I'm, st- oh my God, I'm oh stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> he's literally facing Chase. I'm, I'm, oh, that's probably why I forgot he's yeah, in the cup. Yeah, I, I totally understand. But that's going to be a match, I guess. I think also on that, it has a fucking Ace Austin facing, uh, TJP. Hopefully he wins it from that fucking moron, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Because uh, they seem to love, love that guy for some reason. Well, we don't. Mm. I'm not even going to get into his yeah, Twitter I'm shit. Not, it's mm. not even worth it. Oh, God. Tw- was that... I don't even, I'm not even going to touch it right now. Not him. I'm just thinking of the other Twitter shit. Oh. But... Twitter's going to Twitter. <laughs> anyway, um, .a News. Uh, NXT is reportedly moving to Tuesdays in April. So there's that. And also there are rumors that it's going to be a two-day takeover. Wednesday which, and Thursday. That's fucking stupid. Wednesday and Thursday. Who the fuck wants to watch it on a Wednesday and Thursday? Yeah, like, honestly. That's my thing. That's I don't so care st- if it's two days. It's Wednesday and Thursday. I'm like, no. That's horrible. Yeah, it's just, like, originally it was just going to be on Thursday, just the one night. And I'm like, that's still I'm weird. Like, I'm like, still weird. who the fuck wants they to watch a takeover it, on a Thursday? Yeah, they can't do a Friday or Saturday one because SmackDown, I guess. I think they can do it during the day. I Why just, not just I, do like three to or like four or something. I mean, I just wouldn't run SmackDown that week and have the week before really, be the SmackDown they, they go really home show. But you know, just do Takeover Friday and then Mania on Saturday and Sunday. But I don't know. Fox would get pissed or something. Probably. So. Let's see. And 
Bobby Lashley, your new WWE champion. Her business is taking over. Yeah, that's really. I liked uh, what he said about MVP when he won it too. Like it wasn't like when he won it, but afterwards, mm. like pretty much saying it's because of MVP that he won or something like that, or at least I mean, giving him credit. I mean, MVP does work backstage, so yeah, this is pretty much uh, part of his doing. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, not much to say about it because he's probably gonna lose it to a uh, fucking. Uh, I think Drew he's gonna Mania. lose it to Drew because they're gonna have people there, and then they w- actually want to give him his real crowning moment. I'm pretty sure that's. At least the whispers I've been hearing, but whatever, I guess. I don't I don't have a take, so. At least they finally gave Bobby a zoo after being in the company, for, back in the company for like, what, like three, two years, something like that? Girl, I, guess, I don't I can't have, remember. I, I don't have any comment when, on him, so. Uh, but, uh, mm. NWA news, uh, they're coming back, making a return to pay-per-view March 21st, and uh, Power is going to be returning every Tuesday starting uh, March 23rd on Fight. And it, they pretty much wiped out their whole YouTube channel. Everything's going to be on fight now. So. Who's expecting Marty Skrull? Oh, he's showing up. I, I can <laughs> fucking guarantee you that. So good, have fun watching that, honestly. I mean, he's fucking dating the women's champion right now. And they were going to bring him in anyway. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they're smart and real. Well, we'll get... They don't have anyone. Literally, all this is like the only person I can ever think of that's actually with an NWA. Serena's not even technically with them. I guess. I don't actually know. No, she signed AEW. I know. So she's not with them. Like, the only signees I can even think of that are still there is all this and Thunder. Is she actually signed? Yeah, Thunder's still signed at NWA. We'll see how long that lasts (laughs) once her contract's up. I'm sure she's going to (laughs) jump to AEW, but for now, she's still there. But, uh, see, Japanese indie news, uh, a little bit of great news. Uh, Great's doing a UWF Rules tournament on YouTube. Uh, First match was uh, Takanori Ito versus. Daijiro Matsui. I haven't checked it out myself yet, but that's already up on YouTube. And the second round is, or the second match is Soma Watanabe versus Yu Izuka. I think that's going to be Izuka's debut for Great. But I think that's. I think that's right. I'm pretty sure that's going to be on uh, YouTube. Or what's going to be on YouTube, but I think it's going to be this Thursday. So then obviously the winners face in the next round, but cool little thing to do. Let's see. Freedoms. Uh, Violento Jack is a new member of ERE, and as soon as he joined, he's already fighting with Takeda over who's leader. But uh, I think that was a pay-per-view show. I can't remember. So probably check that out somewhere. Let's see, Joshi news. Uh, awesome news here. Kagetsu is going to be returning for one night at Hanakamura as a memorial show, May 23rd. Uh, there is a full, you can find a full uh, list of participants on, on the show. Not a whole lot of Joshi, really. It just seems like a lot of like indie. Um, it's a big mix. Indie men, really. But it ha- does have Asuka, so hopefully... Um, they do they do Asuka versus Kagetsu. I I'm not gonna get my hopes up, but that's probably like the one match looking at everyone involved that I'd really wanna see. And uh see. Less good news I guess. Um Assemble seems to be uh ending. It seems like their last show, which was over the weekend, is gonna be their final show. I still haven't watched like any of the Assemble shows. That's one of the things I would keep meaning to go back and watch. Mm-hmm. But uh kinda sucks it's ending already, but uh not super surprised because I didn't think these companies were gonna be able to work together that or last working together that long, I didn't honestly. I so either, which sucks. I mean, a lot of them work together anyway, but now, but especially like Stardom seems pretty much open up now. <laughs> Speaking of Stardom, with uh, them running the same fucking day as Hana's memorial show. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Yeah, I hate them. Yeah. It really sucks because I was that. I was really it, hoping that they could get at least like some people. Yeah. From there, but probably not. I don't think the show's going to be long. It's just the fact that Stardom's 
um, show is taking place like two hours away, I think. Something like that. It's in like Kifu, Gifu, something like that. Yeah, so. But uh, it, this is at Corkin, I think. Yeah, so. But, uh, well, Jungle's not wrestling, so maybe she'll show up. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up because I'm sure they're going to start. I'm going to tell her she can't do it, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Let's uh, see. Uh, Dragon Gate News. Uh, Masato Yoshino's retirement show has been set for August 1st, so finally set that. I kind of figured he's going to like retire at uh, Kobe World this year, but I guess they're just going to give him his own show, which is pretty neat. Which is neat. And I didn't even put this on here, but they're also set up a steel cage match for uh, May for, I think, Dead or Alive with uh, Kai and Yamato teaming against uh, SBK and uh, Dragon Kid. And whoever wins the match, or whoever loses, is it wins or loses? I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. I'm again. pretty sure it's who wins. So it's like whoever wins immediately starts a hair versus mask match or a hair versus hair match in Kai and Yamato's case. So <gasps> when I first read that, I was really fucking confused. I was like, why is Kai and oh, Yamato yeah, teaming like, what up? Are they teaming up for? But then I could have just looked at the quote tweet and <laughs> figured it out. But uh, that should be pretty cool because it's going to obviously both. It's going to be weird seeing them team together, but obviously both of them, both teams want to win because they want to kill the other guy they're teaming with. Mm. Uh, I'm not really sure who I want to win, to be honest. I think either one, either uh, SBK and Dragon Kid is going to be good or Kai and Yamato. I don't know. Oh, shit. Uh, The hair versus hair thing with Kai and Yamato would probably just be heartbreaking either way. (laughs) I'm I'm kind of leaning towards that more because I think they're gonna give they're gonna start pushing Yamato. Yeah. Maybe get him a, dra- a Dreamgate title match of down the road. Don't shave Kai's hair. See, so yeah, I think Kai's I think Kai's gonna lose his hair. No. Because I don't think they're gonna shave SBK, and I uh, don't think they're gonna give uh, Dragon Kid scalp to SBK. So that's kind of where I'm leaning right now. Anyway, either way, it should be a fucking awesome match. I think. Let's uh, see, Cyberfight news. Uh, we got the uh, March 14th Corken Hall show, the full card now for their show. It's pretty good show overall, Ooh. especially like the final match. I think main event's gonna be uh, DT Universal title match, uh, Yuki Yuki Oeno versus Yusuke Okada. So that should be fucking that should be awesome. Banger. We didn't mention it when we talked about the show uh, last week, but uh, Chris Brooks challenged uh, Shuma for the Extreme title, so that's gonna be the semi-main event. Uh, don't know if they've set any kind of rules mm, or anything for it yet. They'll probably do it closer to um time or the show. We'll see, I guess. Let's see, we're going to get a KOD six-man tag title match. Uh, Akido, Harada, and Shota are going to defend against Endo, Soma, and Yuji Hino. And uh, I maybe Damnation wins? I don't I can really see know. this going either way. I do think Damnation wins. I don't know. Like It doesn't really matter, but I really think Damnation day, wins. But... Watch, I'm going to be completely fucking wrong. I, think, I don't think it really matters, honestly. It but it does Still, should be a cool match. Ooh. Getting uh, Jun Retsu versus Eruption. Uh, Jun Akiyama and Makoto Ishii versus Higuchi and Sakaguchi. So that should be fucking awesome. Oh my god, it's going to... Oh my god, Eruption is still on. It's going to... This run is amazing for them. Mm-hmm. Let's see, and we're going to... Top of the Superbook 2021 Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship match. Or six-person tag match. At least, I like how they like, put a question mark, because last time it was supposed to be that, and then it yeah, wasn't. We'll see, yeah. <laughs> But uh, Saki Akai's photo book is the current champion teaming up with Saki Akai and Honda. So she, uh, Saki's got to team up with Damn, her photo book. her past is coming back to honor. Oh, gosh. And they're facing the uh, Young Bucks autobiography, uh, Doncho Godino and Keiko Nakamura. So that should be, uh, I don't think it's going to be as fun as the first one, but still it should be pretty cool. Uh, four-way tag match, Harshima Toruwashi versus Sasaki and Polly versus Takashita and Mao versus Yuki Ino and Yuki Onaya. And then the openers are uh, Hideki Okatani versus Toy Kojima. 
But overall, I think that's a pretty good-looking Cork and All show for uh, DT. Uh, Noah News, I think we'll just talk about it when we um, talk about the show. All Japan News, uh, we got the Champions Carnival schedule released. I'm not listing the entire schedule, but here are the, the first day and the last day. Um, first day of Champions Carnival will be Suwama versus Kohei Sato. Zeus versus Kento Miyahara. Yuma Aoyagi versus Shinjiro Otani. Shuji Shikawa versus Koji Doi. And Jake Lee versus Shotaro Shino. Getting this out of the way on the first day. Uh, let's see. Since the first day, you want to give some picks. At least for that. Okay, for that one? Because it's impossible to pick the last, like the rest of it. But since uh, we're talking about it. Got Suwama versus Sato. Suwama. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, Zeus versus Kento. This That's, one's... I think this is kind of going to affect how things go. Cause... Yeah, because remember even Kento... Didn't... Kento lost like his first match. Yeah. Last time. I, I think so. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'd probably go... Kento, honestly. Cause... Yeah, because I don't... I think Zeus will still do well, but I don't think he's going to... He's obviously not going to do quite as well as he did last year mm-hmm. to win or go to the finals. Um, I'll go Kento here, too. Uh, Yuma and Otani. Probably Otani. Yeah. I'd like to see Yuma win, though. Let's uh, see. Shuji versus Koji Doi. I think that's pretty that's, Shuji. Yeah. This that... is where it gets... I mean, I could see Doi winning, too, because, like, they gave Ashino the win over yeah. Shuji, too. So, it's like, Shuji's the guy you can just beat. It's fine. But then, yeah, we got Jake Lee versus Ashino. Uh, Jake's going to win. Jake should win. Absolutely. Just, like, looking at the last day. Uh, uh, that's, I don't even think we mentioned it, so let me go through it again. Uh, last day's on uh, May 3rd in Cork and Hall. Uh, Suwama versus Shuji Shikawa. Zeus versus Shinjiro Otani. Uh, Kento versus Jake. Yuma versus Koyasato. And Ashino versus Doi. And with that, looking at that last day, I... I'm a little nervous. I think Kento and Jake's going to be the finals. Yeah. Who wins? Should be Jake. Should be Jake. But I'm terrified they're going to do Kento just so we can get the belts back. It, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. If they want their golden boy to win then the belt Fuck back off. in uh, Oda Ward, is, I can see it. But Jake we'll see. is hot, so put it on him while he's even hotter. Shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Speaking of Jake, though, uh, we got the, the name for uh, the faction now. It's uh, Total Eclipse. I'm not going to say heart. that. <laughs> I'm not going to say all of that. I'm just calling them Eclipse. Yeah, I'm just going with Eclipse because, yeah. But what the fuck is he doing in Long Boys? I hate it so much, man. He, he needs the fucking shorts, the slits back. I missed the slits already. I wanted to cry as soon as I saw that he had Long Boys. I was like, no, this is not fair. I, I think they make his legs not look good, like, honestly. Yeah, it's hard to tell because we only saw pictures. We haven't watched it yet, so. Yeah. I mean, I, never mind. <laughs> It don't matter what he wears. He could be in a fucking sack, and it's fine. <laughs> but uh, while we're talking about them... Uh, Kadama, pr- red hair. Oh, yeah, Kadama's got red hair now. Love it. I love that someone else changed something, but everyone else is the same. But let me pull up this uh, Cork and Hall show, because they have a Cork and Hall show this weekend, too. So we can go through that card real quick. Yes, eh? It's going to be uh, March 14th. Cork and Hall, as, as I mentioned, this one's got the uh, got to, has a triple crown uh, preview match, tag match. Uh, got an interesting uh, match here, for sure. It's uh, Suwama and, Ka- and Hikaru Sato versus Yoshitatsu and Osamu Nishimura. God, got a little uh, interesting uh, Yoshitatsu Kingdom match here, um, but also has the uh, world tag title match: uh, Kenta Miyahara and At- uh, Yuma Aoyagi. 
defending against Zeus and Izanagi. Or not Izanagi. Zeus and uh, Iria, so that'd be pretty sick. Jake Lee and Yusuke Kodama versus Shotaro Oshino and Iomoto. I could see Oshino and Iomoto picking up the win here. Kind of with Kodama there, kind of screams, uh, he's eating the pin. So, I could see it. It could be either way, to be honest, but I could see uh, Oshino at least getting a little bit of a revenge on Kodama here. Yeah. Got a tag match, uh, Dan Tamura and uh, Ryuji Hijikata versus Izanagi and Udomaro. Uh, three-way match, uh, Atsuki Yoyagi, Akira Francesco, and Alejandro. And uh, eight-man tag, Shuji Shikawa, Omori, Black Menso Ray, and Ruki Honda versus Tajiri, Hokuto Omori, Koji Doi, and Kumarashi. So, I don't think this looks quite as good as the DDT Corrigan, but no. it's still some good stuff on it, I think. I was going to say, it could, ex- there could be some surprises, but yeah. Definitely excited for this uh, Eclipse for in uh, fake and fonts. <laughs> versus and then plus the um i think the world tag title match should be really good too let's see and new japan news uh i completely forgot this happened because it happened forever ago but uh reports that uh, marty got pulled from that strong angle and new japan now like and they pretty much have no plans to use them in the future and if those reports are correct it seems like it wasn't because new japan saw the backlash the real reason is because some of the wrestlers were upset they were told about marty or weren't told about Marty showing up and refused to work if he was there. So, good for uh, the wrestlers standing up about it. But, yeah, I'm not going to give New Japan credit for not booking him anymore. Pretty much, because I saw people were trying to say on Twitter, you know, with TJP and shit. And it was like, oh, so bullying news apparently works. So, how about you go do it for TJP? And I'm, and I'm like, no, it doesn't work. It was literally because the workers said they don't want to fucking work with Marty. So... And yeah, New Japan doesn't get any rounds of applause because, no, <laughs> they were going to use him if the fucking workers didn't say anything. Pretty so. much. And honestly, I still think he's going to end up in Japan. That's what I'm thinking, too. He's just not going to work because, strong. Yeah, exactly. Just because he won't be working like any kind of American shit doesn't mean that he can't show up in Japan. It's going to happen. Like, reports say they have no plans to use him in the future right now, but... Who knows uh, what could happen? And I don't, that's just reports. I don't know if I really trust that, honestly. Yeah, I don't, I don't really trust a whole lot of insider stuff when it comes to, like, New Japan and stuff, but, yeah. But other New Japan news, <laughs> uh, they're running to do- a Dome show and a Yokohama Stadium show in May for some reason. <laughs> I got to know why. It's because they want money, and they need to pick up some business after COVID shit, but... They in trouble. But I'm, I don't know what the fuck they're going to put on these shows. It's like, I think one of them's probably... I think they might have the... Um, Either the Best Super Junior Finals themselves on on the Yokama show, or like the actual title match for whoever mm-hmm. wins it. Yeah. But beyond that, I'm like, who the fuck is gonna? What are they gonna be on this? Like, maybe they could do Tana defending against or Ibushi defending against Tana, but Tana's been never champ, so I don't I don't know. I really don't know what they're gonna do. They don't either. And but, with injuries popping up, seemingly a lot more now, it's like, who the fuck are you gonna have? Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully Ibushi's not champ then, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. But but that is all the news, so let's get into what's airing this week. Uh, not a whole lot, unless you're a New Japan fan, where there's everything. Oh, for God's sake, here we go again. But, uh, see, no aired live on Russell Universe and Abima, March 7th. The uh, Russell Universe stream is English commentary, Abima is mm-hmm. Japanese. Uh, Ice Ribbon, uh, February 20th, aired on Nico Pro, March 7th. Actress Girls, February 23rd, aired on Nico Pro, March 8th. Uh, New Japan's uh, New Japan Cup is aired live on World March 7th and it's continuing on the 9th, 10th, 11th, 13th, 14th. 
So many shows, man. God. We literally just sit there and skip to the fucking cup matches. Uh, if, if you're watching all these shows, I'm, I'm sorry. God bless you. But just, just watch the fucking cup matches. Save yourself <laughs> some sanity. We'll talk about it, but I want to see New Japan Cup's been decent, at least. Some, I some think, matches. Some uh, matches people have been a little overboard, I think, but... We'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> see, uh, Here on a Muscle airs live on S Universe March 9th. Freedoms at 2AW like, collab show from uh, February 21st. Airs on Nico Pro March 9th. The All Out uh, Farewell show is going to air live on Wrestle Universe March 12th. Uh, Dragon Gate airs live on Dragon Gate Network March 13th. Uh, Stardom Time Machine Kiba show on March 13th, so that'll be on World eventually. Uh, DT airs live on Wrestle Universe March 14th. And Old Japan airs live on Old Japan TV March 14th. Uh, not going to talk really about weekly airings. Not a whole lot seems that interesting this week. Mm. Though, uh, we'll talk about it with that, but Maki Ito is going to show up on Dynamite, so that's at least Queen something I'm interested in for AEW. But speaking of AEW, let's get into the One Wrestling Roundup, where we talk about all the non-topic shows we watched this week. Uh, since we're talking about AEW, let's just kick it off with that. Let's start with that. Uh, let's start off with the Dynamite, though, from uh, March 3rd. The good show! Yeah, like, I thought it was a pretty awesome show, honestly. Like, that was a great go-home for the pay-per-view. Uh, really, the only bad part was that Inner Circle press conference segment, but Anything those things... Those are always bad. Like, bad, yeah. But the show kicked off with a bang with that fu- that awesome intergender match. Shaq okay, went through a fucking table, good. man. That, was, that shit was awesome. If I'm being honest, like, that match was better than, like, everything on the pay-per-view. Like, I, lo- I love that fucking intergender tag. It was so fun. That match was great. Uh, Jade came Jade off looking like a, a fucking lot, star. Yeah. Jade has a lot of potential. Red Velvet looked really good too. I think like, that was actually the best I think I've seen her. Even though you know we we don't really watch Dark, so we don't get to see her quite as often. But even like the stuff on Dynamite, I'm usually not that big of a fan. I usually think she's just okay. But yeah, she definitely shined here. They definitely didn't lie about her being like one of the stars of the match. I say you had three uh, people in that match fighting for Rookie of the Year because, yeah. <laughs> and then you had Cody just. Cody was, I mean, he was fine, but Cody he... Cody didn't do much. He was just there to, like... Which was, which was good. ...be the thread to keep everything together, yeah, I think. pretty much. And honestly, like, the women were more in the match than anything else. You know, I was very happy about that. I see the, uh... That good Death Triangle squash after that, which led into them winning the Rumble the next... Or the... Well, Sunday. That FTR Jungle Express shit was fun. Like, Tully killed it. <laughs> I, love, I love... He was so awesome in that. I'm, I really don't understand why they didn't have that match on the pay-per-view. Or at least yeah, had FTR know. and Jungle Express to like get an actual tag match or something. Honestly, I think that might have helped the show a little bit. Um, Do that. I don't know about that. I mean, you could have done that instead of the fucking Miro and Kip and shit. But, well, no. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Onita sent a video for the oh, thing which God. ruled. Unfortunately for them, it kind of set up the expectations a little bit. <laughs> for the, but uh, Aniki won the women's tournament and had a good little go-home segment with Sheeta. So that was... Decent match. I don't think it was, like, anything crazy, but I enjoyed the TV shit. Mm. Uh, ladder match qualifier was fine, but, like, the negative one stuff more than made up for it, because that was so funny. Like, I the agree. Little, I love that kid, he man. Always, he rules. Uh, kind of the same thing about the main. It was fine, but it ended up, like, it ended with a... What? What was the main? Hangman and... It was, like, um... Yeah, it was, like, the tag match. Like, Hangman and... Fuck. Meat Man, Beaver Boy guy, fuck John Silver. John Silver as him versus okay. um Matt and one of the private party guys. Yeah, yeah, that was fine, but either way, I think the show ended up pretty strong, and I'm really I've been enjoying AEW the past couple weeks, and then they do this pay per view. 
but let's talk about it. The AW Revolution. <laughs> what the fuck was the show, oh man? Oh my god, this show was so. I don't, I don't think anything was like outright bad, really. Um, but I don't know. Like, let's see. Let's talk about the. Let's the... talk about the. Whole... Yeah, let's start with the pre-show. Pre-show. I'm still freaking out about this. Like, I cannot believe they flew in Maki for this, just to be on a pre-show match. I mean, she's gonna be on Dynamite too, but. Seriously, like, what the fuck? Why did they fly Maki in? Like, what, what, what? And what the fuck? She didn't quarantine. There's no way she quarantined. She was literally on a show like two days ago. Exactly. So, uh, People don't... didn't pay attention to that. That was like my first thought. I was like, oh, there's no way it's Maki. And then her music hits, and I'm like, what? Yeah, people keep suggesting her, and I was like, no, they're not going to do that. There's no, no, like, no I'm possible like, way. No quarantine law in fucking Florida? Well, probably not. They probably didn't care anyway. But, uh... All that aside, though, I, I'm, I'm happy to see her in AEW. I'm just tired of people begging them to sign her. I'm like, no, she can stay in Tokyo Joshi and, yeah, shut up. More than likely, she's just, just going to work up. this Dynamite show and then go back. Pretty much. That's what it is. But it's cool. I'm happy about it. And it was a decent match, too. Like, it was honestly, honest, match wasn't bad. So Probably one of the better show things on the show, to I be actually, honest. This is probably one of my favorite matches of the fucking night, and it was on the pre-show. Uh, let's, let's get into the main show. Uh, start off the tag title match, and I was boring as shit and way too long. People honestly. were saying I was good on my timeline, and I wanted to. I wanted. To, it, it was. It was bad. I mean, I'm generally pretty like I'm. Don't I always don't like Bucks matches as much as most people seem to. I guess at least like your general consensus. Like but MJF sorry. fucking sucks, man. Like, MJF he's so is mid. Like, I'm sorry. Then, I don't know if you like the match. Good for you, but yeah, that. Them kicking off, at least they kicked off the show with this. As, at least that's what I thought when I watched it. I was like, oh, they kicked off with the match I don't care about and didn't yeah, think it was like, good. Yay. So let's get into what's good. No. But see, uh, next, <laughs> but you know, uh, next match was the uh, tag battle royale, and it was a battle royale. It was fine. The right team won at least Absolutely. with uh, Death Triangle picking up the dub. And if they don't win, I'm suing. Yeah, I thought the end with like them and like uh, Jungle Boy was pretty fun. I am mad that he fucking eliminated Pac. I'm sorry. That that's a fucking war crime. I don't care. Maybe it's just because I'm not as high as everyone else is on, like, Jurassic Express. And I like them, but I'm just, yeah. That's I, it. I, I know. It's stupid to get mad about, but Pac is above everybody in this company, so. <laughs> but, um, uh, and I love, like, that's another just another chance for uh, Fenix to shine. Like, and I did love, yes. like, he did a dive to the outside, and, like, he had to show to the refs, like, no, I went through the middle. I didn't go over the top, so I'm not eliminated. That was so funny. <laughs> I'm very happy he's got a lot of shine here recently. And I probably shouldn't be, but I'm cautiously optimistic about this Death Triangle Bucks match. I don't think um, I don't think Death Triangle's gonna win. I wish they would, but it's probably gonna be one of the better Bucks matches in recent history. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep my um, I'm gonna keep all that low because if it's as good as that proud and powerful match, I'll be I'll be I'll, I'll be happy with it. I guess I think it'll be better than that. Honestly, just because I, I be just because Fenix and Pack are like amazing. But mm. let's see, women's title match was pretty decent, pretty good. Like I didn't love it at first, but it did pick up in the end and ended up being pretty good. Here I, we go. That finish was fucking yeah, terrible, though. This is where it starts. And then Nyla showed up, and it turned into just some clusterfuck and setting up she's a... She's not even in the six-person tag on Wednesday. Oh, she's not? Apparently. Yeah, apparently Rebel's in it. Reba, whatever. Oh, I think they knocked her out again, and I don't... I don't oh, for I don't, God's sake. Can they stop doing it? I don't it? understand God. it, but... Either way, probably the match of the night, <laughs> in my opinion, though. Like, I still like the pre-show match better, to be honest. This took too long for me. Yeah, I'd, it took too long to get good, and then the finish was fucking awful. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't love Sheeta in this really either. Like, Mm-mm. I really think the reason it got good was because of Rio. Yeah. But, Once they actually started to like 
work a little bit more, but that was closer to the end, like usual. And yeah, and the finish just took me out. I was like, that that was it. And then yeah, Nyla showing up just. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if they run this back, I'm gonna cry. I see. Uh, Best friends Miro just we shit was, it was whatever it was yeah, mid. It was less than ten minutes. I'm pretty positive. Yeah, I think so. it was like seven, it was like eight, seven something like that. It was whatever. It's what I expected. Just yeah. Uh, see, Hardy and Hangman was just pointless. Didn't care. Like, that was a dynamite match. I really don't. Yeah, like, I really don't know why this was on the card. It just was. It sucked. It was awful. Optics. The fucking the cr- crowd was. <laughs> the crowd was cheering for Matt over Hangman. That looks like that's awful for him. For I Hangman. feel really bad for Hangman. They've like they have completely just. Somehow jacked his popularity, like. Oh uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with him. I really like Hangman, and they're just doing nothing. They're just kind of throwing him around to, with fucking Matt Hardy of all fucking people. And I didn't like the finish either. Like, really, like I'm it, tired it, of it. It works for the story they're doing with like the the Dark Water shit, I but get the story. But it's like damn, I did not like bro. that that much. Hangman can't, can, Hangman can't win shit without <laughs> being there. Let's see. Uh, ladder match was as I expected it to be. I called Ethan Page as yeah. a surprise. Still disappointed. I was just like, but yeah, <laughs> he the, showed up and I was just like, oh. I was like, oh, that's okay. fine. Like, I think he's a good get for them, honestly. But it's just like, I don't he, know. His character work is something that they need. In-ring work, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of him in-ring-wise. But I think he looked, he didn't look bad here. It's just... I think they need to pair him up with someone because I think he's way better as a tag team wrestler. That's honestly, honestly, what I was thinking too. He he is a better tag wrestler than he is a singles guy. But he's and a de- that's why I don't care that much about this is because one, he's coming in singles, so I'm like, well, I guess for singles, now, I guess we don't know. But yeah, but yeah, the match was it was fine. It kind of dragged like shit. Honestly, there were some really just ugly spots. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know they're dying. And then Scorpio went that into this cold so and won. Fucking it's like that's yay, such a boring choice. It's like it's like yay. I know he's been wrestler yeah. wins something, but I'm just like Scorpio is not the choice for me. I, <laughs> and it's like I know he's been in, like, injured sorry, or whatever. No, I guess yeah. But they needed to heat him up at least a little bit before this match, like because he, he, he wasn't he on like he was commentary on Wednesday. That's it. And that's it. Yeah. They announced him, and then he wasn't even on until last week, and I was on commentary. Didn't do anything. I don't know. And the fucking Sonic ring they had above the ring. Like, what the fuck? That, that looks so corny, man. I was sitting here. I was like, is Sonic the last participant or what? Because what the fuck was oh, that? Oh, my God. But let's see. Uh, I don't think I mentioned it here, but let's talk about it. That uh, Christian is the surprise. Uh, new signee. I knew that, too. That's as same. soon as the countdown started, I saw the 10. I was like, oh, it's Christian. Okay. I didn't even hear the music at first. But then I took... Well, I kept my headphones on because I couldn't tell. Apparently, it is his TNA theme, I guess. Or like a remix of it or something. Yeah, something like that. And I was just like, well, thank you for that. I went in this department, at least. I don't think Christian is a bad get, though. Oh, he's fine. Like It's just not a groundbreaking thing for me. It's not like it's a fucking, like... Like a... You know, everybody well, was like John Cena and CM Punk and Brock Lesnar, which mm. all of those were... Beyond unrealistic, yeah. but well, it's like it's like with a lot of these like old guys are signing. It's like yeah, it's good pickup I guess for them, but they don't need it. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm mad. Like, at least Christian can still work from what we saw in like the Battle Royale, but yeah, say I'm fine with Christian. I'm fine with it. I, I have no problem with it to be honest. I think the problem, which we'll kind of talk about the main like, with the main event too, is the fact that fucking. Tony Khan fucking hypes up all this shit, like overhypes shit, and then when it's not that's like, my um, problem. Groundbreaking, everyone's disappointed, and he 
he does this constantly. I'm like, it's it's honestly really getting annoying. They cannot. Oh uh, yeah, we can get to that when we get to the main event. There, there's a lot to say there. Let's see, but let's talk about the next match real quick. The street fight was probably like the most cinematic cinematic match yet. Really, yeah. like like it was shot like some B level horror movie. Uh, Sting and uh, Sting and uh, Sting and Ricky was kind of fun in the match at least, and like the end with like Darby just like falling like two stories. But was then fucking he has great. a title match Wednesday. But uh, and then Cage looked like right at home, like he was like back in Lucha Underground. Really, they, like they were really much like shooting him up like a monster, which whatever works for him. But uh, they, I think they probably would have been better off without the commentary because them treating this like a normal match is kind of like weird. It's it took me out of it. I was just like, this is so odd, like. Okay. Yeah, it's like I think they either should have picked commentary or music and not had both. Yeah. But yeah, it was fine. I didn't have any problem with it, really. It was okay. I, this was the point I was really getting tired. Yeah, this show is fucking long as shit. Because AEW shows always are. It's really getting annoying. But uh, then the main event uh, that happened, I guess. Uh, let's see. The fact that like they still had ropes and it wasn't like a barbed wire ring was kind of lame. But I mean, I get it because technically only like got three sides with barbed wire kind of thing they were going for. I don't know. It don't count. Let's see. I think people were like really hyper focused on like the finishing explosion because that was bad, obviously. But I don't think any of the explosions were any that really that good. They honestly, were honestly bad. They just all look like cheap fireworks, and I don't even think the match like beforehand match was, not was particularly any of that good. But then they had that fucking awful finish with. God and damn, the fucking finish. Like, <laughs> made, it made Eddie look like a fucking idiot, but uh, credit to him for, like, committing to it, I guess. But him covering up Mox to protect him from, like, some, like, park fireworks explosion, it's, did not, it's so lame. Did not... And then Tony and them are all throwing Kenny under the bus now. I know it's because of kayfabe, because they can play it off that way. That like, shit annoys me, but... though. I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. And Tony's like in, in fucking press conferences, like, "Oh, what do you, what do you want us to like, actually explode someone?" Yes. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's kind of what you sold, my guy." That's what you sold. You even that's... had fucking Onita on here. Who? Onita, literally. Like you, you set up these expectations, so don't get mad at the fans for you not living up to them. Don't get like a legend at this shit to talk about it, and then you just give me like some cheap backyard fucking fireworks. Hell, I've seen cheap, I've seen backyard shit that was better than that. More explosions than that, to be honest. And it fucking made Rumsberg look like a fucking dork too, with the whole like. Yeah, I was sitting here. I was like, jumpsuit and shit. Seeing the hazmat suit, like, bro, you didn't. It's yeah, it's, it's just sparklers, man. Like, it, you don't. I don't think you need a full bodysuit for that. Much if you get hit by one little spark. Oh, and then the mines on the outside. And like not even the explosion itself, like. It, it was a fuck no even like that it's like the, oh. fi- the finish of the match was a fuck finish because the Good Brothers came out and fucking that, basically won the match oh, for them. Why the. F- Fuck, did he need the Good Brothers to come out and help him win? I don't know, man, but, uh, yeah, not a... I was fucking crying laughing. I hadn't laughed that hard in a long time. As soon as that <laughs> fucking oh my God. I'm just fucking mad I stayed up for that shit, because I've been tired all fucking day because of that shit. <laughs> but... <laughs> Enough ragging on AEW, I think. Let's talk about some other stuff. Uh, Ooh, I could go all day on that shit. <laughs> let's go through some of the New Japan shit. Uh, we watched like the anniversary show, at least like the last mm-hmm. shit, and then the New Japan Cup, so we can talk a little bit about some of those matches from the anniversary show. Uh, I thought Cobb and Chingo was kind of fun, but nothing to really to write home about. And it really, uh, I thought Naito and Oka was another good match for Oka. I like both the Tana matches more than this, to be honest, but mm. I think this was exactly what it should have been. 
like super dominant performance for Oka just against a broken down Naito, just fucking killing him. Naito, yeah. Perfect story there. Naito definitely let Oka get a lot in. Like that's the one thing that Naito should always get credit for is putting over a guy. Like he did incredible here. Oka Oka looked really good too. Yeah, I was like it wasn't a, like a great thing. Yeah, it was But like, it was exactly what it should have been. So yeah. I there's no complaint. Like I have no complaints about it. That's why I can't complain. I'm like they did what they needed to do, and they did it pretty good, so that's really all that matters. Let's see, uh, Ibushi Deathby was really good. Uh, Ibushi being, like, a cocky dickhead was, like, some really good shit. Deathby had some smart legwork, but ultimately it just didn't matter because Ibushi doesn't sell half the match, <laughs> especially at the end, because Ibushi doesn't know how to sell legs. He tried, but he didn't do it. <laughs> he tried at points, I should say, but uh, let's see. Uh, despite all the no-selling in the back half, it was pretty good shit, and I ended up enjoying the match uh, mm-hmm. despite the flaws, but... This Kamigoya spam is really going to end up being exactly like Rainmaker spam from Okada here soon. Yes, and then Ibushi's going to get a money clip. Pretty soon it's going to take like five Kamigoyas for people to fucking oh, get. Oh, for God's sake. Because everyone's going to be kicking out of this shit now. Remember when like no one kicked out of this shit? And uh, now it's like everyone does. But yeah. It is what it is, I guess. That was good though. But this, this was one of the matches I saw people kind of hype up. And I was like, it was, it was pretty good. I just don't think it was, like, worth all that hype, though. Despy was more of the highlight for me. Mm-hmm. He was super over. That crowd fucking loves him. I mean, everyone should, but... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, New Japan Cup matches are more of them. Uh, Taichi and Goto kicked ass. Oh, my God. I love that shit. Was, like, that one match of... should not have been as good as it was. <laughs> Taichi is so good against these, like, never-style guys, honestly. amazing, bro. It's really just felt like a like a really really strong uh, never title match. Mm. Honestly, it's like one of the like the best New Japan matches Besides, since Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. to be honest. At least in my opinion, but I know I agree because I'm not really sure why people were hyping up Suzuki and Homa though. Like no. it was fine, it had some good moments, but overall it was just like the fuck you think I want to watch Homa for? I don't even care if, if it's good or not. I'm not no no I'm not doing it. I see. Juice and Kenta was fine enough. Like it was better than their G one match, at least. But I mean, that they wasn't that good. They have zero chemistry. Yeah, they they have not. They have no chemistry at all. And, and Juice is so fucking wild looking. Oh my man. god! I just I, I like the gears. It's his hair. Uh, yeah, his hair. Is it's fun. always something with Juice. It's like the gear is much better than his little Blues Brothers shit. But the hair. Yeah. It's the hair. I mean, do I want him in dreads or do I want him in fucking poof hair? I mean. <laughs> I don't know, but let's see. And uh, last New Japan couple to talk about real quick is Okada Shingo, which I thought was pretty good, but far below their G1 match, which I actually thought was great. This was just good. It was decent, but then it's like, you know, Okada's working with two slip discs, so yeah, it's actually pretty impressive that he even got that mm-hmm. going, so. That's how he turns it on when he needs to. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, I, I need wish him it... to turn it off and take a break. Pretty much. But then they can't do that because uh, <laughs> who yeah. knows who else you're going to lose. I'll say I thought they were going to lose Naito, but I guess he's just still working for some reason, too. Naito is going to work until all of his bones fall apart, which they probably already are, so he's probably being held together by tape. But yeah, Naito and Okada both need to fucking just take time off. I mean, that's going to hurt the company because, like, you're losing both. If you lost both those guys plus Romu, that's, like, three of your top five stars that are gone now. <sighs> so, but the, at the same time, like, it's fucking COVID. You're not going to get full crowds anyway. So this is the perfect time for these guys to rest. So let them rest. I don't know. Let's see. I'll go through some shit real quick that I watched by myself, and then we can uh, talk a little about GCW. But oh god. <laughs> let's see. I uh, watched. I finished that uh, zero one show that I mentioned last week, the uh, February seventh show. Uh, 
I did, in fact, watch Oscar and Lindemann. I remembered watching it as soon as I booted it up to watch it this time. But uh, that was a really good match. Like, if you like both of them, you'll like the match. But the crowd just did not give a fuck about it at all. Felt like it, at least. Like, they were really quiet during the whole match. Uh, main event fucking ruled, though. It was uh, Shinjiro Otani versus Tamara Haido. And got me really excited for Otani and Champions Carnival. This is, if this is going to be how he looks. I'm sure he probably won't look like this, or at least most of the time. But I think we'll get a couple good uh, Otani matches out of this year's tournament. Let's see, uh, Gambare, February 21st. I only watched the main event, which was uh, Harukaze, Keisuke Ishii, and Koki Iwasaki versus uh, Asuka Hagane Shino and Shinichiro Tomonaga. I didn't really take any notes on this, but it's pretty sick. And if you have a universe sub, I think it's definitely worth checking out. Let's see, Seedling from uh, February 26th. I didn't take any notes on this one either, but the main event is very much worth your time. It was uh, Risa Nakajima, Nanai Takahashi, and Riko Kawahata. Versus uh, Las Fresa de Egoistas, Asuka and Makoto, and uh, Tsukushi Haruka. Uh, C just keeps killing it with these main events. Honestly, this is like one of my favorite promotions this year so far. Uh, Ice Ribbon, uh, February 23rd. Finally, I got around to watching uh, Suzu defend the title and drop the title to uh, Takasa Fujimoto. This match was fucking fire. Like, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Suzu's reign, and it's sad to see it end, but... Obviously, Tsuka is going to be a great champion. Always has. It really is in her own right. So, can't wait to see what she does with the title. And uh, Suzu's reign ending in such a great match isn't a bad way to go out. See, uh, some more Ice Ribbon. I watched their uh, Tax Pro Wrestling show from uh, February 21st. At least I checked out the main event, which was uh, Risa Sarah and Suzu Suzuki versus Dropkickers, uh, Tsukasa Fujimoto and Tsukushi. Uh, awesome signing match on paper, but I uh, had the added twist that. With each pinfall, they had to answer a question about taxes. Oh, and my if, God. And if they got it right, they won the match. That's amazing. But clearly, they, they don't know about much about tax law because it, it went nearly 20 <laughs> minutes for them to get a correct answer after, like, I think at least, like, a dozen fucking pinfalls. But uh, This is the kind of match that I want to see more of. Yeah, it was a really good uh, match, even with just the match itself, and then had the comedy thrown in. So uh, check it out if you're into Ice Ribbon. I watched some of the Stardom Budokan, but I think I'll just wait to talk about that until I finish the whole show and maybe have her watch it too if we can find time to watch it. This week might be the better week to do it. <laughs> but, uh, <sighs> talk about this last show here, uh, GCW's Take Care from, uh, March 6th, and, uh, not a whole lot to say about the show, really. Mostly just, like, the ending angles, but, uh, didn't love how the crowd looked like it was the pre-COVID levels, but just them wearing masks, and obviously a lot of them had to pull down because they were drinking and shit. And took them off later on. But yeah, and some other yeah, some other shit happened, and then I, that made me uncomfortable too. Yeah, did not love that. But anyway, <laughs> um, G Raver and Jimmy took like some of the stupidest bumps I've seen in a while. Man. No pads on the floor, by the way. Yeah, they had no pads around the no ring. Pads just are, hardwood floors. That's what I meant. Shit. And they were just bumping like shit on there. Like, I really felt like they were trying to get themselves injured. Half like G Raver hasn't almost died like four times that I've seen. And, like, Jimmy was gushing blood like crazy, man. It was kind of gross, honestly. That's that's what real gushing blood looks like. I'm trying to compare it to, like, AEW. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> people were like, oh, my God, so much blood. I was like, oh, no. But, yeah, pretty good match overall. Just just them being fucking morons. That's really... I was going to say, I enjoyed it because they were just being stupid. Uh, Clone and, uh, I forget what that kid's Nolan name was. Edward. Nolan Edward. That, that was that's pretty, pretty good. good. I think that kid's gonna be on like the planet Death. Oh yeah, I think he is. I yeah. think he's facing Slack. Yeah. I know. 
At least there was no strike on the show. That was nice. Well, he was on commentary. He did show up, and that's where they set it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> was supposed to be on the show, but he apparently he's hurt. So oh. That's why they didn't do Alley Cat with him. They Yeah. I forgot Allie was on the show again. Yeah, it's because she faced uh, Levi Everett, so uh, it didn't really matter. Yeah, I don't God damn, you don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, that Atticus Kogar and Effie match had like some really gross spots that were pretty cool. Like I don't think it was anything crazy. or not. I don't think it was like a super good match or anything. It wasn't. But had some really gross spots. That's really all mm-hmm. I could ask for. Like uh Atticus was like skewering like the inside of fucking that was so sick. Uh, Effie's fucking mouth. That was so gross. But uh match ended with Effie joining four oh four, which kinda played into the main event. Which was pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh and speaking of the main event, it sucked. But yeah. the end is really what matters anyway, with uh Effie turning on four oh four to try and help Janella. But then for some reason Dickinson came out and attacked Janella, letting RSP win. Like it turns out Dickinson's gonna face Janella at spring break. But that just felt out of nowhere. It, it, they could have done it in a different way. This was just weird. But all that doesn't matter because Gage came back. So, uh... King of the shit's bag. Seems like he's gonna... Assuming he's gonna face uh, RSP at spring break and probably win. Good. If they're not gonna give it to anyone fucking else, just put it right back on yeah. Gage. Yeah, I don't know. The show was kind of like all over the place, really. But had some had some good stuff. At least mostly enjoyed the death matches. I'm trying to remember the other stuff. AJ and Jordan was, AJ and Jordan were like doing a math-based match, and I was like, no. And the fact Jordan beat him, I was like, um, they're what? really they're really trying to make Jordan happen. Like I don't even like, hate the kid. I don't. I, but I don't think he's even terrible, and I don't like. And it's not like I don't like him. I, I don't he's, really. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I don't have but a, it's just like they're re- they're trying really hard to make him happen, and now he's facing. Uh, oh, isn't it Leo? Yeah, yeah, he's facing Leo Rush at Spring Break, and I don't know, man. They kind of have to make someone happen because they keep get losing all their guys, like Blake Christian and shit. True. So I get. But I mean, you whatever. have AJ, so. Like they are kind of actually like, t- kind of telling, trying to tell, stories like book long term. But for... they'd never like really do much. So I don't know. Like I think GCW's trying, but yeah, I think this is a better show they have been doing, but not all. I still don't. I'm still not really doing with GCW right now. Hmm. Hopefully spring break's good, I guess. I forgot to say, AJ announced another match. Fuck. It's the two from Impact who I don't care for, the champions. Um, What's-her-face and what's-her-face. I'm, I'm not talking oh, about um, them. Flavor and Fire. Whatever. Fire and Flavor, whatever they Don't care. But, but uh, <laughs> it's like those two against, um, fuck, what's the other team? It's Willow, Nightingale, and um, Faye Jackson, I think. It for the culture. Interesting. I forget what their, that team's name is. I don't know. I didn't, I I didn't even know they were a team. This. I didn't either. But uh, speaking of Faye, I don't know if you saw that they announced, she announced that uh, RSP is going to be in that fucking gray yes. sweatband oh thing. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> oh, so she's trying to suck up to him now that he owns Spring Break. <laughs> but anyway. It's the weirdest shit. Enough of all that. Let's get into the main shows we're going to talk about. Kick it off with some Dragon Gates. Uh, it's Champion Gate 2021 in Osaka, day two, or wait, day one, from March 6th. Uh, see, overall, uh, pretty good show, but I don't think there's anything on this that's must-see, really. Yeah. Like, I think the whole vibe of these past two shows, like both this and night, night one and night two, kind of felt like a upscaled uh, house show, which is kind of what it was. Like, yeah. single cam, <laughs> small crowd, uh, not a whole lot of big matches, at least, especially on the first night. 
Yeah, first night you did. But like, it was a really fun show to like, throw in a watch, but it's like, or both shows, but we'll talk about it on the second night, but I think there's only one must-see match on the, this show, I on, on these two shows. But uh, let's go through them real quick. Like I said, starting off with day one. First match was uh, R.E.D., Kaido Ishida, Ada, and Kazuma Sakamoto defeating Masquerade, Shun Skywalker, Jason Lee, and La Estrella in 1010. Uh, kind of felt like they mas- or they uh, remixed uh, Masquerade's theme. Like, sounds a, l- a little more poppy, has a bit of like an electronic beat to it now. I feel like, but I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just hearing things. I think you pointed I it pointed out, too. I pointed it out, yeah. It did sound a little bit more pop-like. More, yeah, like, oh. electronic-y. Mm-hmm. I liked it, though, so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, feels like every time we watch Dragon Gate, we end up praising Australia like crazy and uh, kind of going to do it again here. Uh, yep. The dude's <laughs> just so good. I think he's a lot crisper now, too, getting a little more reps in. But, uh, match pretty standard opener otherwise. Good for what it was. And I really like the uh, finishing sequence with Kaito and Jake. Just like I did, like, I think it was a tag match in the Cork and Hall show we talked about a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Jake and uh, Kaito have, like, really good chemistry together. But yeah, pretty solid opener. I was gonna say I thought it was I thought it was a pretty decent opener, but I mean, it's standard, I guess, now for Dragon Gate. <laughs> um, I mean, you pretty much said it all. I like Masquerade's remix theme, if it was, but it just sounded like it to me. I wasn't sure if it was because um, you could actually hear the audio a little bit better here. Probably just because it was um they probably put it over but whatever yeah definitely think you could hear the music a lot better on this mm-hmm. show so you got a better idea of um i guess what it all sounds like but most dragon gay fans know what it is so <laughs> there's that um yeah like you said australia looked good always does i think pretty much everyone looked pretty decent so there you go got our future main eventer kazma sakamoto here in the opener hey <laughs> But uh, let's talk about the next match uh, a little bit. Uh, Shuji Kondo and Punch Tomonaga defeating Ultima Dragon, Gamma, and 837. And that was a fine match. It was uh, kind of fun watching Punch just getting tortured, but uh, Kondo refusing to help him out. That was really <laughs> funny. But uh, other than that, I don't have much to say about the match. It was fine. It was, it was an okay match. Um, probably one of the more, like I guess, comedy-based ones, but it was fine. I mean, Punch got the roll-up win, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Uh, next match was a three-way tag match. Uh, Masaki Mujizuki and Takashi Yoshida defeated Bokutomo Dragon and Kota Minora and Don Fuji and UT uh, ten o- in 10.05. Uh, that was a really fun three-way tag. Uh, gets mm-hmm. Mochi and Yoshida a dub ahead of their match the next day. Uh, started off there with uh, UT trying to double-team, or like the youth trying to uh, double-team Mochi and just failing because I don't know why, when they're going to learn that you can't beat up on Mochi. He's going to kill you. But... Uh, then uh, Bokutomo and Yoshida and Fuji all were, like tagged in, and like, it was just them circling around until they like finally decided to that walk was up. So good. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the triple pin spot was funny because UT <laughs> tried to pin his own partner. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" And then uh, the finish was pretty cool with UT like running at Mochi, but Mochi like jumped over him, setting it up for Yoshida to get the finishing blow. While Mochi hit this dive to the outside to knock everyone else out, and yeah, pretty fun match. Uh, we'll talk about it especially on the second night, but uh, Don Fuji is really like a highlight of these undercard fans. I love this dude. Exactly. He's been so, he's always so fun, I think, to watch, because he's just, he's so funny. But yeah, pretty uh, fun three-way tag here. You pretty much covered everything, so I don't have a whole lot more to add. Let's <laughs> uh, see, next match was uh, High End, Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Ben K defeating R.E.D., BB Hulk, Kai, and S.P. Kento, and 1053, and really not sure how I feel about High End's music. Like, 
it's not bad or anything, but I don't really love it. Mm-mm. Like, what do you think about it? Um, it's it's okay. I don't. It's not really what I expected. I guess I don't really know what I truly expected from their music, but I guess I just kind of wanted something more intense for them. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I kind of got you. Yeah. And I don't. I really like their gear, like the whole color scheme and everything they got going. It, except for Yamato. Yeah, Yamato. Yeah, fucking red. <laughs> like. I think Okuda's kind of got red in his gear too a little bit. I don't remember. Oh, maybe. But either way, yeah, I really hold like the whole uh, gold and black color scheme yeah. here. Oh, you know me, I love that. That's my color scheme right there. <laughs> but uh, that itself, a uh, pretty typical R.E.D. match to be honest. Yeah. Like especially with like the three grimiest guys in the faction teaming together. I don't think it was anything special, but it was always like these things are always fun to watch. And like you said, it really was just your typical R.E.D. match. So. You either love that or you hate that, so it is fine. Uh, we got the next match, the semi-main event for the Open the Brave Gate title. Uh, Kisuke Okuda defeated Hyo in 1552. I uh, didn't love this one, honestly. Like, like mostly just R.E.D. and Hyo trying to cheat as much as possible to win. Uh, made it seem like the only way Hyo could possibly win was to cheat, which made Okuda look like that much stronger because like, oh, this guy is, he has no shot against him as he cheats. Makes him make him makes him look clearly way above Hyo. But uh, while it makes sense booking wise as a way to like continue to elevate Okuda, I it didn't make for the like the most mm, exciting match honestly. No, like, it, I didn't hate the match or anything, and I get what they were going for, I, but yeah, I didn't love it really. I was gonna say I was the same way. I, I honestly didn't take a lot of notes on it, but it just I don't think it ever really clicked with me either. I was just kind of like, mm, this can kind of kind of wrap it up, but. Yeah, it was like there was just so much like attempts at cheating, and typically I don't really care because that's what I've come to expect. But I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Kind of just felt like that's all this match was really more yeah. than. Yeah, I really don't remember like many of the moves or anything that they did, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, but at least it makes Okuda come off looking like a beast because he's just true. He's just way above them, or at least way above Hyo, strong champion. Sigh. A lot of R.A.D. You're not picking up wins and shit here. That's, these past that's shows. what I noticed even when I was looking at the um, results before we watched. I was like, R.A.D.'s kind of getting their asses beat. And a lot of it, too, is like they cost they get cost the match by someone else. Mm-hmm. Not so much on like the second show we're going to talk about, but at least like in these two matches. Usually it's like one of the R.A.D. guys kind of cost their own team the right. win. So I'm curious here. Uh, yeah, I'm a little... Might be some more uh, shake-up happening. Oh, God. Let's see. Let's talk about the next, the last match here, though. On the show, uh, open the Triangle Gate title match. Natural Vibes, KZ, Susumu, Yokosuka, and Genki Horiguchi defeated R.E.D., Hip Hop Kikuda, Dia Inferno, and Diamante in 1516. And uh, R.E.D. are the biggest heels in wrestling for interrupting the Natural Vibes dance. I was it so pissed. pissed me off so bad. <laughs> I was like, you evil, evil bastards. But uh, that was a good match. It uh, didn't feel quite like a main event, honestly. Mm-mm. Like, pro- probably didn't help that the perception like like it was a smaller venue and a single camp show kind of just i don't know i didn't feel like it was that important honestly i felt the same way it's kind of like they were just like okay we just have to have something so just take this but uh it was a good it was good shit anyway it's like mm-hmm. it was, i don't know i was kind of just hoping for a little more i guess but, yeah I, I was gonna say you pretty much said it all i thought it was good still but just not like anything blow away especially for what was the main event uh, but let's talk about the second night from uh, March 7th. 
again, uh, pretty much the same thoughts on the first show. It's like really easy watch. As mentioned, only one match I think that's mu- like go out of the way to see. see. But honestly, I think I, look at, as a whole show, I enjoyed this show more. Mm. I think the undercard delivered a little bit more for the most part. Even though it goes all basically the same thing. It's, it really just felt like a upper level house show with a fucking main, of, or a main title match on it. But I really think the uh, single cam is part of why I felt that way, to be honest, though. Like, single cam shows always take me out of it a little bit because I'm just like, oh, yeah, this isn't a big show because, you know, they don't have all the regular production and shit. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I think if this second night had happened in, like, Corkin or something, I would probably would have right. enjoyed it a lot more. Though, I mean, I, I still enjoyed it. It was good shit, but I don't know. Let's just talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. First match was uh, Masquerade, uh, Kota Minora, Jason Lee, and La Estrella defeating KZ, UT, and Don Fuji in 11.42, and that was a fun way to kick off the show. Fuji <laughs> fucking dancing to the natural vibe shit was, was so hilarious. And, I don't know, man. I just had a smile on my face the whole match. It was so fun to watch. Fuji's just killing, just killing me the entire match, and him just, like, fucking running away because he kept getting hit. <laughs> Because, uh, like, R.E.D. kept hitting Fuji by accident. Or not R.E.D. Uh, Natural Vibes kept hitting uh, Fuji by accident. So Fuji, like, attacked KZ <laughs> while Jason just laughed at him in the corner. <laughs> I was going to say, this match alone was really just worth the watch for uh, Fuji. I mean, the match itself was honestly pretty decent. But it's, like, you just wanted to see uh, Fuji and Natural Vibes, like, all the chaos that happened. It was just a lot of fun and a good way to start the show. Yeah, like, Fuji even, like, ran off at one point because he was just getting fed up with him. Oh, yeah, he left for, like, a Ended couple up. minutes, and then he was like, oh, okay, never mind, I'm Yeah, back. he came back, but it's just, it was just really <laughs> funny. Let's uh, see, next match was uh, R.E.D., Diamante, Hyo, Dio Inferno, and Ultimo Dragon, or defeating Ultimo Dragon, Boktimo Dragon, and Ryo Saito in 1138. Good match, but probably more important to talk about is... the, the, ma- the match is yeah. the fact that Diamante picked up the win here and picked it up over Boktimo and thus challenged him for to a mask versus mask match. I thought it was really funny because he was like, oh, I don't understand what he said. So I think they had to have Ultimo kind of like translate a little bit for him. And Book Timo was just like, what? <laughs> Hello? But uh, I'm really curious how this one goes because like, I'd assume uh, Diamante's going to win. But it's like, do you really want to end the Book Timo gimmick already? Before they even do him in Ultimo, it's like, you know, yeah, and it's like it's a little weird. It could set up a way because if Book Timo loses the match... And loses his mask. It could piss off Ultimo. It's like I give you the rights to use my ma- like my my look, and then you go and lose it. True. So that's that, a good point. That could be another way to kick off the feud, or not feud, but at least do the match. Match, yeah. So I'm curious. Should be a pretty fun match. Mm-hmm. is just fucking so good now. So I'm interested to see him in a singles match with Boktimo. Let's see. Next match: uh, Shuji Kondo and Gamma defeated Kagetora and Yosuke Santa Maria in seven minutes and. This one kind of struggled to keep my interest. Like, it was fine, but it never really got into it. And I was kind of bored most of it the match. It was short like, anyway. It was like seven minutes. So, yeah, I was like, I, I don't really have a lot to say about it either. But, yeah. Uh, next match was High End, Yamato, Dragon Kid, Ben K, and Keisuke Okuda defeating R.E.D., Ada, Kazum Sakamoto, SP Kento, and Hip Hop Kikuda in 1130. Uh, hearing the High End <laughs> theme a second time didn't really change my opinion of it. It's fine. But... This is kind of like just like the R.E.D. high-end match from the night before. Just a little less grimy since it didn't have Hulk or Kai in it. <laughs> but still had all your obvious uh, R.E.D. shit. Honestly, this kind of just felt like a house show match and I didn't yep. love it really. Mm-hmm. But uh, that SBK and uh, Dragon Kid shit was good as always. So still really excited for them to keep going at it. But yeah, I didn't love this one really. Yeah, I was going to say like 
SBK and Kid was pretty much the highlight of it. It was it is your typical like multi person um stuff here, so But the show did end on a high, two highs. Well mostly one, but mostly one for but sure. Talk about the semi main event, which I enjoyed a lot. Uh, open the Twin Gate title match, uh, Masaki Mochizuki and Takashi Yoshida defeated R.E.D., B.B. Hulk and Kai to become the new champs in 14.05, and really good shit here. Kept it short, which suits Kai and B.B., in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm both surprised and not surprised they lost here. Like, I figured they'd lose them sometime before the cage match since I'm sh- in May, since they probably don't want Kai to be champ going into that. No. But really didn't expect Mochi and Yoshida to be the team to take the belts off them. I'm fine. Yeah, I can't say I'm mine, though. Yeah. Like, Mochi and Yoshida make it, like, a really excellent team themselves. Uh, has a lot of fun fa- has a lot of the same fun factor that BB and Kai have, just in a different way, because they're more haste, they're more face, and more, like, comedy, kind of. And you got, and Mochizuki's just fucking awesome, so. Yeah. And I think there's a kind of a better ring, or better team in ring-wise than BB and Kai, anyway, like, together. Only a few matches we've seen with them. But uh, this is probably the match of only shows, or the best match only shows up to this point, in my opinion, like, I don't think this was a particularly great match or anything, but... It's still fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah, I was like, this would definitely be my number two match of these past two shows. Oh, for sure. 100%. But, I don't even think it's close. But <laughs> then we got the main event, which just oh blew it out of the water. God. So, open the Dreamgate title match. Uh, Shun Skywalker oh. defeated Kaito Ishida in 29-33. And what, this match fucking was awesome. Like, kick off or start with the beginning, though, because got a... Say I'm gonna miss Kaito's oh, old thing. No more kick boy. He's not a kick boy anymore. He's a kick man. <laughs> but uh, this definitely feels like a lot more of a main eventer theme. So it's a good time to change it now since he's starting to make Dream Gate challenges, and hopefully this isn't the last one. But I uh, can't say I expected them to work a knee match going no. into this. To be honest, like I was very shocked at how it started. And like yeah, because of that, it started off a little uh, more slow pace with some mat wrestling, Kaito targeting Shun's knee the entire time. Uh, dragging screws, repeated slamming the knees into the mat. But once Shun like took control, he started targeting uh, Kaito's back. Dude, it's like fucking yeeted Kaito up in the air on his back on a springboard, and then it was like this nasty looking back, like back over the knee submission, which looked painful that Shun was that doing was to Kaito. So, Probably felt good stretching his back, but that looked pain. Like and Kaito's selling of it was really awesome. I was gonna say like that was um, that was something I um had put in my notes was that I thought Shun did a really good job with making his uh submissions look painful. Let's see. Uh match continued with like a kick on the apron that Kaito did to Shun, which is so fucking pretty. As was Shun's cell mm-hmm. job, like then the uh flat back apron bump Kaito took was just gross. Um uh, Shun followed it up with a gorgeous springboard dived off the top rope. Some really good strike exchanges, including like the two grabbing at each other's hair and mask. And then around like the twenty minute mark, uh, Shun missed a moonsault, so Kaito took the opportunity to tap him, like try to tap him out with his leg submission. And then the finishing sequence was so good, the crowd didn't even try to hold back their no, reactions. No, they were going wild. Like that just made the match even more like obviously. But yeah, this is like one of my favorite matches this year to be honest. Like I love this match so much. I would have loved to see it in a bigger place. Oh yeah, and, I wish it did have a bigger um yeah, just like a bigger show for them. And also, it not being single cam would have helped a lot too, I think. But still, I fucking love this match. Definitely yeah, this match recommend checking it out. It, this, like, yeah, this is a hard recommend. Like, just if you're gonna watch anything <laughs> from these two Dragon Gate shows, Please make sure it's that. this. Yeah. If you want to skip everything else, I can totally understand that. But yeah, this shit just 
this this just fucking rolled. Definitely, honestly, one of my favorite matches of the year so far. Um, which says a lot because I haven't enjoyed quite as much as I expected. But you know, um, definitely gonna miss each, or Kaito's um old theme too. But it really has a similar sound because I think it's the same person who did his old song. So at least there's that. It's just I just miss the kick boy. But this was just great. I think Shun had new gear too. I know I pointed that out. I yeah, couldn't I think tell. He did, but yeah, I'm not sure really. It was like still the purple and silver, so it looked really good. I love that. I love that color um, combo there. But yeah, the match was just fucking awesome. Like you pretty much said it all. This this definitely helped solidify Shun's spot as champion. Um, I know some people probably. This may not do it for them because I know some people are like they just can't like care about him. I guess, which I'm like whatever. I don't. I can get I can get it though. Well, I kind of felt the same way with before with Shun before this match. Like, I think mm. before he like I was like oh he's champion, but he doesn't really feel like champion. I I get that. I, I think part definitely it, do. I think part of what hurt it was that the Ben K match kind of just fell apart. Yeah, if that didn't happen, I think it'd still be a little bit better. But people would still probably have the same thoughts too. But. I'm curious how his next challenge is going to go. We'll see, I guess. And Ishida is definitely a main eventer. Mm-hmm, I can't it wait. solidified that, too. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, after the match, uh, his first challenger, is, or his next challenger is going to be WWE's Kazuma Sakamoto. Uh, it's going to be an interesting match. Uh, don't ha- I'm not going to say I have high expectations for it, but I think Kazuma's been pretty good in Dragon Gate, so I'm interested to see how it goes. I think, But I just think, I think Kazuma's better as a... Uh, as a tag wrestler, for sure. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I got, um, I'm opti- not optimistic, but I'm going in with an open mind. Let's say that. <laughs> I was going to, you know what? That's the best thing to say now. I'm not going to any show with optimism anymore. I'm just going with open mind. But uh, let's talk about the last show. <sighs> I mean, Noah's uh, Great Voyage 2021 in Yokohama, uh. March 7th. Uh, overall, uh, pretty good show. But. Honestly, it's more of a one-match show. This is a one-match show, to be honest. At least, in my opinion, it is a one-match show. <laughs> yeah, I think, honestly, really, all you gotta do is check <laughs> out the main event. you know what it is, either. There you go. But, I don't think anything else was like, on the match. No, nothing was, was bad. bad. But it was pretty it's much a one-match show, and then the... It's your typical Noah show that's not, like, a huge show, but at the same time, there's still, like, some big stuff, I guess, on yeah. it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but let's run through the undercard real quick here. First match was uh, Full Throttle, Seki Yoshioka, and Hajime Ohara defeating Yohei. Or, yeah, defeating Yohei. And Yohei defeating Kenny Okada, Kai Fujimura, and Yasu Takayano in 11-14. And fine match. Uh, kind of weird seeing Seki as junior champ now, to be honest. Ugh. But uh, main takeaway really is like Okada's looking really beefy now compared to all these juniors. Like He was like the twice the size of like, everyone in the match. I think the commentators pointed something similar out i think they did i remember them saying something about okada and his size but i don't actually remember um but yeah the 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 young guys actually got a lot to work with here i thought mm-hmm. um which is really good uh match itself was fine like it's kind of what you expected but they actually got a little bit more than usual so I really want Okada to move up soon. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, I think it's about time they move him up finally. Literally, I think it's time. I, I think it's been time. Yeah, but honestly, but at the same time, I'm like, where do you slot him in? That's what... 
I don't know. He doesn't necessarily have to join a group or anything, but it's like, like he can just run around and do whatever. But it's like I know they're gonna want to put him somewhere, but I'm like, he doesn't truly fit anywhere. Like, in I don't my think, opinion, yeah, it's like, I don't think he's gonna be a junior, so that marks off a lot of the factions, really. Yeah, because all your factions are basically juniors, and but, then you but, got the heavyweights that are fucking like twenty people strong. So. Yeah, join Kaito. I mean, they they could have him be a. Junior, but at this point, I think he's a little just too big for that. Like, yeah, just he, let him go. He, like you said, literally bigger than like full throttle. So actually, anyone in this match. So it's like as far as like heavyweight factions, really, it's like Congo, Sugira Gun, and whatever Kaito shit is. Yeah, I don't even know if that's still a real thing, but. So who knows what the where? I don't know where he'd end up, but either way, I think it's about time you it do time. let him move up a little bit, get away from all these young boys. Next match. uh... Akitoshi, Akitoshi Saito and Masoa Inoue oh defeated Muhammad Yone and Shuhei Taniguchi in 10-11. And, uh, Shuhei and Funky Gear was fun. I did not hear about that, honestly. You before. missed that? I didn't know about that. Oh my god, I thought you saw it. I oh. saw it and I was fucking loving it. He came out and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I didn't see that shit oh, on Twitter beforehand. Oh, you probably did miss it because of everything that happened, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess Shuhei had to find a new partner after Kaito traded him, for, him in for the new model. But match itself kind of just happened. Yeah. Not much to say about it. But I do love this weird fucking uh, team of uh, Shuhei and Yone. Are they calling themselves the Funky Express? I heard something, and I thought they said Funky I, Express. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's what they're calling. Yeah, we watched this with uh, the English commentary, and I'm pretty sure they did call them Funky Express. So okay. maybe that's and what I love it. I, I fucking like love it. it. Yeah, this is pretty much just about looking at Shuhei being a fucking um, funky clown now. So, <laughs> But yeah, match was what you expected. Uh, next match was uh, Kotoro Suzuki, Ikido Hidaka, and Nassau Rongai defeating Hokongo, Hao, Nio, and Tadasuke in 808. Uh, don't really have anything to say about this one either, but it's funny Nassau booking himself to pick up the point, pin here, at least. I knew you were going to bring that up, because that made me laugh, too. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me, Nassau? Like, can you not, you know, book yourself to be the one to win here? Hey, hey. at least Hao and fucking Hidaka was pretty awesome. I like their interactions, at least. Mm-hmm. And... Man, this Congo Junior group just doesn't get anything ever. <laughs> it pisses me off. I'm like, stop grouping Hal with them. He is better. He is above this. And they're more they're less likely to get anything anymore because everyone, like the rest of the group, already has fucking titles. Basically, so I doubt they're gonna give them the Junior Tag titles. No, it sucks. And Tadasuke is not a Junior. I'd love to see uh, Hal be uh, Seiki's next challenger after Kotoge. Oh Kutoge, my but... god! Please give me that match. I'm not gonna get super excited for it. He won't win, but I want him to win. Let's see. Next match, uh, Kazuyuki Fujita defeated Minabu Soya in 6.42, and the match was exactly what I wanted it to be going in. A sub-10-minute match of them just beating the shit out of each other, so I left happy. Like, it's nothing crazy, like nothing must-see or anything, but I enjoyed it for what it was, what they were going for. Yeah, I was like, it was just two dudes slapping meat, and that's pretty much all we wanted from this, and they gave it to us, so it was short and straight to the point, so... I don't have any complaints. Uh, this I have a little bit. Oh, I have uh, a very... Uh, let's see, next match is uh, Stinger, Yoshinori Ogawa, Haida, and Yuya Susumu defeating Atsushi Kotoge, Daisuke, Daisuke Harada, and Junta Miyake in 1930. And no back at it again with junior mm. matches that are too long for no reason. But uh, 20 minutes. Almost 20 minutes. I thought it was a decent showcase for Junta ahead of their junior tag title challenge at least, but... This did not need to be fucking almost 20 minutes. That was the only highlight. I literally put that Junta had a great showcase here. That's pretty much it. And then the match was just too long. 
for no reason with a bunch of like nothing happening happening most of it so oh well at least june to look good so i can't complain about that that's hopefully you get some shine in the uh title challenge too because mm. i mean we all know fucking uh harada is fucking great we, but yeah, i was gonna say we all know harada fucking rules so, so hopefully they give june to a little bit of something to yeah. shine here he's gonna eat the pin probably so <laughs> <laughs> let's see next match uh gfc national title match uh Kendo defeated Kendo Kashin in 11:13, and Jesus Christ, <laughs> this felt way longer than 11 minutes. You looked at me and was like, "This is like 50 fucking minutes." It fucking felt like I it. I was like, "No, it's 11 fucking minutes." Like honestly, I would have just had them go the same length as like the Fujita match instead of having a back mm-hmm. and forth match with Kashin. Yeah, yeah, a back and forth match with him. Yeah, that. Uh. Oh God, but uh, yeah, the match happened and. Afterwards, uh, Keno called out Fujita as his next challenger because he's a fucking moron. <laughs> Rip in peace to his title reign. It was fun while it lasted, but there's no way he has beaten Fujita. If that somehow fucking happens, Keno is the god of this shit. Because there... Why? I-, I thought Fujita, like, challenged him, but then we saw it and I was like, wait a minute. Keno fucking did that? Is he a fucking madman walking? He feels like a real shooter now because he's beating all these MMA say, guns. Yeah, he's... <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, let me let me take the let me oh, go hard mode on this shit mode. now." Like, it's like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a god now. I can beat every all these fucking shooters." Well, Keno's the real god. But no. Oh wait, no, God's in the next match. Sorry. Keno's a fucking jobber. No, not the next match. Fuck the main event. Jesus, I I forgot about this next match because. Oh, but yeah, Keno about to do what he does best in job. In title matches. These don't count because... <laughs> but no, he's, he's about to fucking lose a Fujita. I mean, so he's gonna... been fighting like the geriatric home for a while, so I mean... So we about to have uh, two old men with titles yeah, here soon. Another... Okay, anyways. But yeah. <clears throat> we got uh, some use somewhere. Let's see, next match was uh, M's Alliance, uh, Keiji Mudo, Naomichi Marufuji, and Masada Tanaka defeating uh, Kaito Kiyomiya, Go, Shizaki, and Yoshiki Nomura in 22-26 and... Obviously, the thing to talk about this is the botch Muda did where his <laughs> knees gave out on him mid-flip. Like, I thought the match was pretty good. Multi-man match other than that, but that, that's all anyone's going to remember from the match, so I'm not going to really talk about the match, really. Like, it's, like, it's nothing must-see or anything, but if you're going to check out the show, might as well not skip it. At the very least, uh, you can check out the Muda botch live, at, live as it happened in the match. I don't even think I was in the room when it happened. I was so pissed off. But, oh my god, that botch. <laughs> He that could, was the best thing I woke up to see that day. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, bro?" Like, I, 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 I'll give him—I'll give him props for trying it. Mm. But you know, you had to know that's how it was gonna end. How, like, what do you think was gonna happen, Muto? It's not even like his knees that took me out. It's the elbow. Yeah, him He's just like, going through with the elbow still <laughs> fucking killed me, man. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw that. Like, I swear, I saw that like all morning on my timeline. Dude, that that day was a mess. Oh, shit. What a mess. But, yeah. At least check out the botch. <laughs> if you didn't already see it already, but if you're on Twitter, you probably saw it a million times. Yeah. And lastly, let's talk about the main event for the GC Heavyweight Tag Titles. Uh, ah. Kongo, Katsuki Nakajima, and Masakita Miya defeated Sugira Gun, ah. Takashi Sugira, and Kazushi Sakuraba in 33-03. Uh, I love the little video package they had beforehand. That was with fucking, so fucking awesome. <laughs> I love, like, Sakuraba and Sugira just fucking, like, drinking fucking out of curly straws and shit. That's what they fucking get. That's what you. That's what they fucking get for taking this not seriously, bitch. But uh, 
Yeah, Madge was fucking great. Madge was fucking great. That shit ruled. Uh, the length kind of put me off when I first saw it, but I thought they did pretty well with the As time. As usual for like, us. <laughs> if anything, it breezed by. Like, I didn't, did not feel like 30 minutes. Every time they did a time call, I was just like, wait. Because I heard the five minute, and then next thing you know, I'm hearing 15 minute time call. I was like, huh? I was like, 10 minutes went by. Okay, well, I won't complain, so. But, uh. Had your beefy portions with Sugi and Kitamiya while you had some pretty good mat wrestling with Sakuraba and Nakajima. Sugi had joined in in the mat wrestling with the two of them targeting Nakajima's legs, which smart kick boy, kill it, like, gotta break his legs. But, uh, kind of felt like Sugi Gun were just, like, eating Kongo alive at first, honestly. It was very like, one-sided for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. But once they got going, uh, Kongo were fucking killers, man. Uh, Nakajima was kicking the shit out of Sakuraba. Kitamiya nearly flattened it with a senton. But, yo, this finish was fucking, finish. we gotta talk about this. The fucking shoot headbutt with Kitamiya for the win with the blood rolling down his face was just incredible visual, awesome finish of the match. Yeah, I know. It's a headbutt, headbutt obviously, but I don't give a fuck. But, that visual is fucking insane. But that, like, I think the match was great anyway, but that made the match. That was fucking yeah. Kita, perfect finish. Kitamiya really fucking rolled in this match. Like, he looked like a true fucking beast in this. Not like he does it outside of that, but he just... Oh my god, I was I was just so impressed. I, I love the fucking match. The match just fucking ruled. Definitely one of like the best tag matches at least so far this year. Um, but this is a match that I actually shouldn't have really liked just because of how map based it was. But I ended up fucking loving it anyway. Just everyone just fucking ruled. I yeah, the visuals fucking oh god that the mm. fucking blood that just is gonna live in my mind for a good while. Mm. And, like, I think I said last week that the Eruption tag was, like, my favorite men's tag match this year. But I think this is it now. Is Those it? are still, like, the top two. But this might have edged that out. I think it definitely beat the Eruption tag. I yeah. think the one seedling tag is still my favorite tag match this year. But this I is definitely like number two. Like, I fucking love this match. Yeah, this is so fucking good. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, Aggression's going to have a great fucking run. Yeah, I can't oh wait for God. this title reign. Sugier, like... They had a decent run, I think, but it's like I was when we were trying to figure out like how many times they defended. I was like, they had a large gap in between like all of their defenses. Yeah, like I was, we were looking at. It, I was like, oh, I forgot they even defended against uh, Fuck Funaki and Marufuji. I think. Yeah, that's the one. I was like, when did that fucking happen? I even liked that match, but I just fucking forgot about it. But uh, that's the show. I think. Uh, let's talk about the uh, matches of the week. <laughs> uh, pretty easy one and two. That's pretty obvious because they're two of the best matches I've seen this year. And it's yep. number one is the GHC heavyweight tag, mm-hmm. Congo versus Sagiragun. Number two is Kaito and Shun. Yep. Three is a harder pick for me, honestly. But I'm I'm going with um Goto and Taichi. Oh fuck yeah! I think that's yeah, easy. Yeah, never mind, never mind, that's yeah. easy top three. So yeah, that'll be my third pick. That's what I kept saying earlier. Oh, my top three is easy this week. For once. I actually know. Yay. So, yeah. We'll drop the rest of the matches in the footnotes. So, if you want to check out some other stuff, check that. But that's it for this week. Uh, next week, our topics will be probably the DT Corkin and the All Japan Corkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about some more New Japan Cup and all that kind of other stuff. But I think those will be the two main topics. So, uh, check that out and come back next week to hear our thoughts. If you want to follow the pod, you can do so at One Wrestling Pod. If you want to follow Caitlin, you can do so at Taking Time Boss. And if you want to follow me, you can do so at ASPI or underscore. But that is it for us this week. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, everybody.